Hi family, hi friends, hi food lovers. Hey neighbors, hey community, hey comics, people who like to cook, connect, and kvetch. Thanks so much for joining me for Hot Dish. Welcome, welcome to Hot Dish. I'm your host, Lauren Huberman. Each week I cook up something tasty and special for my special guest who dishes about their life. I'm super excited to be here. I'm glad you're here. Today I have on the wonderful Adrienne Brandyberg. She is a stand-up comic, she's a storyteller, she is an actor, um, and she is fabulous. And I'm so happy she's here. And then today also I will be cooking up yucca which like a stalker adrian i i looked I, I looked at you on instagram and i was like well adrian went to costa rica recently so yucca is something that's very traditional to that part of the world actually more to like south america um and so i'm gonna make fried yucca in honor of you and your recent travels get out of here this is so cool you're making <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. Oh my gosh. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm out here uh, staying safe and sane. That's what, I've, that's what I've been saying. Safe and sane. Getting my sanity together, feeling well, checking up on people, and you know, that's it pretty much. Okay, so where is out here? Um, so... No, yeah, I could say I'm in Chicago. <laughs> I'm in Chicago, but I have dibbled and dabbled with traveling, just like what you said. Yes. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. I thought you were at an undisclosed location. No, no, no. Everything's <laughs> everything's always secretive, right? <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm in here. I'm at places. You ain't nowhere. You across the street. Okay. <laughs> That's where you are at the corner store. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Well, I'm glad to know that you're safe and sound. You're here. You did a little bit of traveling. You went to Costa Rica. How was that? So I've been to Costa Rica twice uh, <laughs> this year, and wow. I'm actually going back to Costa Rica for Thanksgiving. Um, so for me and my the the few times that I've traveled. Costa Rica, they know and they're doing it right as far as staying compliant and being safe and just having all the restrictions and I feel comfortable. So I'm going to continue to go to a place where everything's good and sanitized and clean and the people are friendly and there's beaches everywhere. Like it's so beautiful. Oh, that's such a good move. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And your family's yeah. okay that you're like, I'm not going to be here for Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes and no. And my, my family always wants me around, which I, duh, like, uh, of course, <laughs> like, why wouldn't you want me around? Uh, uh, no, but I'm just saying, uh, no, um, we, you know, last year because of COVID, we did um, a, a lot of virtual and we're, we're still doing that. My mom just recently got vaccinated. So I was able to actually see her after quarantining and making sure I was good. But, um, 
yeah, we're not doing huge parties or huge events, I should say. Um, my mother's the youngest of 17. So, what? yeah, this is a little odd that I don't get to see my family all the time, especially my mother's side, because there's so many people and we do, we love family functions. So it, that's a real thing. So, yeah. Oh my God. Adrian, one of 17. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty intense. Like it gets a little crazy and there's set and twins running my family. Um, my mother has, um, I believe siblings, two sets of twins that are siblings. So I, and it, you know, it skipped a generation. My mother didn't have any twins. So I am prime picking for twins and I'm trying to stay away. I don't, I don't know twins. I'm good. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Holy moly. That's a huge family. Huge. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, but it also, I mean, I, I love it. Like I, that's all I know. Like I, yeah. To this yeah, day, no, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, to this day, I'm just like, I'm sorry, who are you? You're related? How? I'm still meeting new people, you know, new family members. You have members. to have name tags and like doing Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, all the time where my mom's like, you remember, this is your cousin from, uh, uh, uh. I'm like, nope. Hey, hey, fam. Hey, cuz. Everybody's cousin. Hey, cousin. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's cuts. Oh my God. I love it. Um, okay. So I have to tell you, I am, I have the pot of water here and, um, I put in some chicken broth and I put in some apple cider vinegar. I've never, well, I've never made, I made yucca once, but not this way. And so I'm going to, um, put this into the boiling water here. And then just, um, I set my timer for 10 minutes and so we'll see how ouch we'll see how it goes i'm not i'm not a very good cook <laughs> oh i'm like what are you doing don't burn yourself it's okay i'm just trying to like be really cool right now but that hurt a little bit but that's okay <laughs> and now okay so we've got 10 minutes on the timer now i don't have to think about this except for my burnt fingers um so yeah, yucca, it's like this giant um, root. And so I just, and you might know, I just had to like peel it off and then really, really put some muscle into it to cut it. Like seriously, my hands were, I needed a break. <laughs> and then I made like little kind of like half inch um, cuts and okay. then just dumped it in and it'll boil for 10 minutes and then, 10 minutes. And then we'll go for, from there. So, um, so yeah, Adrian, obviously, you know, we got to know each other through stand up. I have loved seeing you perform and you have amazing presence, I will say. Yeah, but... real. I'm not the only one who thinks so. Um, I've had conversations with like some other, you know, like Colleen and Jessica, you know, from backroom comedy and you know them. And we're all like, you just have such a great stage presence, like you have a great voice and you're tall and you just have like a really like open posture on stage. And anyway. Oh, stop it. Oh, my posture is good. Oh. Uh, my posture, it has been my posture. Literally. I am such a, a lengthy, 
like just I, I'm so slender up top and I'm just so just aware overly aware of like when I'm slouching because I just remember growing up like and my mother telling me like sit up sit up sit up sit up reminding me you're gonna get a hunch you're gonna get a hunch and now every time I'm on stage I'm just like make sure I am erect and I am speaking with intensity and emphasize on anything and everything that I want to speak about, you know, or whatever have you. So that's oh, hilarious that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have a great presence. And I will say the last show that we did together was in Rogers Park and there was a blizzard, a, a impending blizzard, remember? And there was no host. And um, we did that storytelling show. Oh my God. That was, first of all, we were both like a mess after we heard there was no host whatsoever. And we're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> oh my God. There was no host. And one of the storytellers was missing. Was late. Yeah, yeah, was missing. And we're like, so it's just going to be three of us telling three or four stories each. And, you know, all of the audience members, they were very local. So they just walked here. And, uh, you know, same, same here. That's why I was able to make it because I lived literally like 10 minutes away. Um, and I just walked there and I was just like, yeah, it's a blizzard, but we're okay. <laughs> walked in like, hey, here doing it on time. I'm here. I see Lauren. I'm like, hey, Lauren, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Get it. We <laughs> finally get them. We finally get noticed. Like, oh, host nuts going to host is, gonna, is clearly stuck, not coming. And just for safety reasons, I probably wouldn't have her come either. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the freeways were getting shut down. Like we just kind of slipped in before the real madness started. Yeah, it was pretty intense for sure. But I mean, I was very happy with what we did and we had such a good time. So I was okay. excited. Yeah, yeah, Me yeah. Too. And also your story, you were, you're just like so relaxed about it. You're like, well, let me just kind of think about what I want to do. And I have like a whole script, which of course for storytelling, I just, I felt completely unnatural and you were so natural and you just came in and you're like, I'm going to tell this story about my hair. And when I tried to do, um, you'll have to remind me what you yeah, tried. Yeah, no, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're on the ball right then and there. I, tried to do something really stupid and a girlfriend of mine being a stubborn person that I am a girlfriend of mine was like would you wait until I actually get to you before you do anything and I said no I can do this myself and I ended up matting my hair I got a chemical burn on my scalp and I eventually had to have more than it was like 12 inches of hair just cut off it was a whole process that like my my scalp was just in scabs and 
I, yeah, it was so intense, but also probably the best thing that happened to me because it also made me realize, like, I look cute with short hair, so. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you seemed, like, completely fine with it, like, emotionally, like, after you kind of were like, well, okay, you, so I Wait, like you said emotionally, like, after I, after I cut my hair, then I took a moment after all the hoopla, and I said in the mirror, and just started bawling. <laughs> okay, so you're you're a Chicagoan. You played basketball. Yes, I played, played basketball. basketball. You went to Lane Tech. Yes, and I did. You did play beyond that, but you always have a caveat. Yes. The caveat is I played intramurals. I did not play it like actual collegiate basketball. And that's mostly because I spent more than half my life at that time playing basketball, AAU traveling, and just like literally, so basketball season is all year round. <laughs> Even though basketball season's over for the school year, guess what? We have summer league. We have traveling teams and and there's just constant like talking to people, being recruited, blah blah blah. Um I did I did get recruited for a D2 school, but again, I have friends that played basketball in college and they were just like they came back to Chicago or came back home and was like, "Oh, I don't know what to do now. So I was just like, mm, I'm gonna go with a school that's paying me just to go to school. Like, I'm gonna do that. And I'm okay with that. So that's, that's how I actually was a, a regular, normal college student, you know, uh, uh, normal, uh, you know, normal with a, a asterisk. So. Yeah, like, a, a, right, because yeah, you're not normal and I'm not normal. And so. Which is fine. Normal is the normal. You know, not normal not is normal. the normal. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I also didn't drink in college whatsoever. I actually started drinking, if anybody cares, uh, after like years after college. And it was just oh. out of a whim. Because I was such a I'm a, well, yeah, I, I still am. I'm a cautious person. And listening to my mother scare the crap out of me over the years as a child and just like, because that's what happened with comedy as well. Like I started comedy really late in life, you know, unlike a lot of people that we might know who like, I wanted to do this when I was 12, 11. I'm just like, no, no. Um, <laughs> not me. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. When did you start? I'm going to check these, um, these, yeah. these boiling here. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, I started because you never forget like those pivotal moments in your life. I started right after like my 27th birthday. Okay. And, and it was, it was, it was like, I, I interned, I was bored with life. I was working at this corporate job uh, for like three years at the time. And I was just like, I got to do something. So I looked, I Googled up, used the Googles, you <laughs> looked up like comedy clubs or just like things to do. I did a assortment of things. I volunteered and did a whole bunch of stuff. But then I also saw this ad about like intern at a comedy club. So I interned at a comedy club 
And then I did that for three months. And then after that, I just loved the being around funny people. They asked me to, to work with them and I joined their staff for about a year and a half. And then just speaking to the headliners and the comics around, they're just like, oh, you're funny. Those tags, that's things, you should do this. And I'm just like, stop it, guys. Don't say that. And then I <laughs> ended up doing an open mic and I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, this is what I wanna do. Okay, so I'm in control and I get to speak whenever I want to speak and, and voice my opinion and, and add little fun little anecdotes in, in between. Oh, let's, let's go. This is, let's do this. Ah, right. <laughs> I'm glad you weren't dissuaded by the open mic. Cause I feel like that gets people, you know, yeah. I, I feel like open mics have, which their their purposes there are reasons why we have open mics open mics is literally to really wean out the week mm -hmm. and if you don't want to do it open mics will break you yeah and it will and, and that's what it's meant for because for the first year i remember going to open mics literally every day thinking that that's what i was supposed to do when really i was completely off that's what I was, that wasn't what I was supposed to do. Like, screw going to open mics if you don't have anything new to talk about. Screw yeah. open mics if you have a, if you don't have a technique that you want to work on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're just going to open mics so you can please other people? No. No, no, no. Right. Yeah, you've got to have, like, an intention for each one. Like, I want to try this little snippet or I want to try this style right. or this whatever. Yeah. Okay, hang on, AJ. No, go ahead. I feel like okay. I'm talking, wait, <laughs> I'm talking a lot. You're supposed to talk. That's oh. why you're here. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk. Okay. <laughs> I literally, random, but I, I forgot that my boyfriend, that's Victor Thomas, <laughs> I, my boyfriend. I, and look, I, before I even got on Zoom, I was like, let me sign in to my Zoom account. And then I signed in and I see his fucking picture. Sorry, can I curse? Is that okay? Yes. Okay, sorry. I just, okay. I just needed to get that. Yeah. That, thank you. And it pissed me off because I, I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do beforehand and his name is still there. So. Still there. But we know, as a reminder to people just tuning in, this is Adrian Brandyberg. This is not Victor Thomas. Yes. I feel like I should, uh, can I, I, I think I can. I mean, that's a risky move right now. It's pretty but risky, but we've we've risked so much. So. A, a lot riding on this podcast, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> silly, you're so silly. <laughs> a lot. Look, a lot. This is a big deal. So, um, okay. So now I'm putting the mayonnaise. This is our um, our cilantro aioli for the dipping sauce. So it's just mayonnaise and there's cilantro, of course, uh -huh. and um, some lime juice, which I just like did ahead squeezed. of time. Squeezed, nice. I just yeah. squeezed it, you know, yeah. that's how you make lime juice. And then um, some chopped garlic. And we're just gonna put it in here and get our Cuisinart on for like two seconds. So don't worry. 
No, you're good. Do it. Are you, oh, that's that's pretty quiet. Yeah, that's what one of my other people said too. One of my yeah. other special guests. Um, let's I was see. Expect, yeah, I was expecting it to be a lot louder than. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally manageable. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm never. I was never a huge fan of mayonnaise. I I'm a Miracle Whip kind of uh, gal, and okay. even and even then, I'm I don't like mayonnaise. Like really? I'm. Yeah. I will just do the vegan. I, I on certain things, I'll go vegan mayonnaise or vegan okay. whatever have you. That's just my preference. Yeah. You know what? I kind of I do eat mayonnaise in certain yeah. things and I yeah. don't love it but like this whole aioli movement kind of has gotten me I mean I kind of I, I fall <laughs> victim to it <laughs> no I'm I will say before I knew what was in aioli I absolutely loved it uh, mm-hmm. but then I was like let me make a, a batch of aioli for myself and then I looked it up and I was like uh yeah yeah i don't actually want to know what is in mayonnaise and how it's made so yeah i just ignore that um (laughs) (laughs) okay so we have our um oh my gosh i forgot to cut off part of this like there's a hard um root yeah there's a yeah yeah well that's all right i'll just (laughs) (laughs) no worries no worries at all it's okay so now what i'm supposed to do is i have my my lodge skillet pan which is my go-to big time i have i have one too but it's like it's a little bit bigger but that is my go you can literally make anything and everything in that it's wonderful. I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What was that noise? Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. And I love that you can put it in the oven too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like my favorite thing to do. Like I'll cook on, on the top of top and then just throw it in the oven. That's my favorite so thing. Yeah. yeah. Everything comes out great in it. Like it's mm-hmm. and it's super hot and it's mm-hmm. like gooey or so good. Um, okay, so we we're good. Like we have time. I'm gonna fry these in just a minute, and so oh, I nice. just yeah, I just put vegetable oil in the pan, which I'll worry about in just a second. But I also wanted to ask you about um, this collaboration that you have, and I don't know. Do you call it BAPS? Do you call it BAPS? We call it BAPS. We call it BAPS. It's BAPS. it's uh, it's it's a uh, homage to BAPS, the movie with Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by uh, Robert Townsend. It's literally called BAPS. The movie's called BAPS. I don't know it. I don't, yeah. I haven't seen it. Okay. It's a cult, like, it's a really silly um, movie, uh, really pushing on stereotypes, but also I think it it brings up, it's just really funny. It makes fun of of the dumb crap that you know, especially black women uh, here all the time. And so it's really uh, a beautiful homage um, that we uh, developed, uh, me and two other uh, women of color, where we, so it started, Jillian Ebanks is one of the co-founders and she and I, we 
started comedy around, we started doing stand-up in Chicago around the same time. And I, I remember seeing her and I was just like, oh, hold on, wait a second. A black woman doing comedy? And I just ran up to her. We were on the same bill and at a show. And I was just like, Jillian, oh my God, we have to do something, whatever it is, we have to collaborate. And we just had, a, we had, uh, we met up for um, lunch and we just had a, uh, a conversation and was like, what do you want to see? And I was just, and we both said, we just want an opportunity and a platform for women of color to just have the opportunity just to perform. And there's so much talent, especially in Chicago. Um, we never repeated guests and we literally booked um, a variation and it's a variety show. So we, we did sketches, we had musicians, we had poets, storytellers, as well as stand-ups, um, just to showcase and highlight the amount of t great talent in Chicago. So right now, because of COVID, we are on a hiatus, but we are uh, posting and doing um, little skits and sketches as well, filmed and posted on our YouTube page, as well as on Instagram. We're we're reposting, we did last year, we did a whole year, a series of just really fun, just commentary, like just getting together with our girls and chit-chatting and about whatever have you, different topics, makeup, uh, comedy, uh, Hamilton. We, we have an episode of me like finally watching Hamilton and, and how I felt about it or whatnot, because I listened to the music, I listen to the soundtrack, I listen to the remixes, and then I eventually finally saw it. And so we have a review on that as well, uh, amongst other things. But yeah, we are actually currently right now working on a few projects um, that we are excited to do just to have something to do during this like crazy time of like a uh, moment of, uh, I like to call it a moment of stillness right now. Um, it's where I, I feel like a lot of people are reevaluating their, their wants and needs and also just like where they want to go direction and path and, and what like really means the most to them and what their purpose is. So right now we're just really trying to hone in that and just be be happy and merry around each other as well because there's so much crap and chaos going on so anything and everything we can do just to alleviate that and have a little bit of happiness and a little joy like that's 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 what we want so yeah 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 no that's really cool so so it's you and jillian and and one it's other so it's so funny so it's jillian e banks and then there's another adrian ah. <laughs> adrian brown and adrian and i we actually met at second city during one of our conservatory improv conservatory classes uh we actually had to audition in the same group and i was like I looked at her and I was like, okay, another tall, black, natural, natural hair lady. And I find out when they call our names, oh, our name, we're both named Adrian. And then look, our last name starts with a B. So our initials are AB. And I'm just like, what? What's going on? And I'm, 
in in my head, I'm like, they're only gonna pick one. And they ended up picking both of us. So we're both Adrians in our conservatory class. And so Adrian actually likes to be called A B. So I call her A B and they call me by my last name, Brandyburg, just to differentiate the two Adrians, but we both are Adrians. So there's two Adrians in the Jillian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love that collaboration. So like kind of this in-between time, you guys are still staying engaged. You're kind of hanging out. Absolutely. We have, yeah, we're actually working on a few writing projects as well. Again, just literally staying sane and safe while we while the world tries to figure out what the hell is going on so yeah 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 no it's so cool so has the collaboration like has that felt just really like empowering and positive to you and absolutely i absolutely adore and love uh these two beautiful women and they I just love the fact that we can do projects together and all have three very different perspectives. Like if there's a theme that somebody wants, a client wants, because we're, we're actually working with Steppenwolf as well. Um, so just the fact that we come in with ideas and it's just like, oh, I didn't know that take. Oh, oh my God, this is a different perspective. And we just like bounce off each other so well our ideas they're they're so new and fresh and i just love being able to feel inspired continuously be inspired by women that want that want to progress and improve and and challenge the the narrative of what what's expected especially for black women so yeah mm -hmm. yeah absolutely no that's great i it's so important that like you guys boost each other up instead of like the you know i don't know i think with women like the stereotype is like there's friction and there's conflict and there's competition which is not the case on any accord i feel like every time i meet women we are just like what can we do like what 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 do you what can we do in order for everybody to win because that's that's all i want to see that's that's all i'm around and i feel like energy definitely uh is a thing and i believe in transferring energy to other people and you can literally feel the presence of like really positive or negative energy but uh everybody like for instance every time i'm around you lord i like i'm like yes let's go <laughs> like i love i love your energy i love being around you just like being present and just appreciating one's time because especially you you would know like being be being in comedy it's our time is so precious and can sometimes be wasted on certain situation shows that we might do and it definitely affects us when we're on the stage when we feel that energy being affected you know what i mean so yeah yeah no and i appreciate it too and you know what when you said that i was just thinking actually the last show we were at together was at that um <laughs> <laughs> it was 
already know what show. I already know what show you're talking about. It was about. like kind of a on the corner. Um, yeah. Like it was like a it was like a cafe. Yeah. It, like kind yeah. of like um kind of kitschy cafe yeah. kind of vibe. Oh my god, I totally remember that. And then um and it was Lily Allison. It was like her show, and someone else was hosting, and then. I just remember like being so nervous. And then she said, Oh, Lauren, why don't you go in this order? And I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I shouldn't go last. Like, Adrian should go last. <laughs> I was like, What in the hell? I remember having this, I remember going through this conversation. And I'm just like, Lauren, stop it. Yeah, well, then I bombed. So it was, it was right. <laughs> it's you like not bomb. Space. It's just, it's so bad. Like when you. But we're out. each other. But I, I feel like we're our own worst critic, and you did not bomb. And I just remember, I, I just remember sitting down before the actual show, and I'm just like, no, what, no, what are you talking about? No, stop. <laughs> oh my god but you know i appreciate like being able to just have those conversations and like confide in each other and say like i'm super nervous and what if this stinks and it's just like if you're fine have fun like it's not a big deal you know it's and, like we're also we were also in a, a converted hybrid like cafe like <laughs> Lord, it's okay. Like that's why I was just like, "What? No, just take the spot." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was so so funny. Um, okay, let me get this oil going. I I'm a little afraid because I don't want to make it too hot. Like I don't want to. Oh get, yeah. You know? So yeah. I'm thinking like a little higher than. Well, I should get it hot, and then I can. But yeah. So right? you were saying like a little higher than medium? Yeah. Yeah, just a smidge okay. more higher than medium. Because it, it takes a while for it to warm, right? Because because of that cast iron, it takes a while. Because okay. But once it's hot, it's hot. Okay, because like the, the direction said, um, get it to 350 degrees. I'm like, that means nothing to me. So yeah. I'll just let it heat up. Yeah, you should let it heat up for sure. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah, right? I should, right? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so what else did I... Oh, I also wanted to ask you about like your acting. And I saw you in a couple commercials. Like, yeah, that you have. Yes, I'm in a few uh, commercials. Um, acting, acting is acting. I enjoy, I enjoy the process of acting. I actually had to do an audition before I got on. Uh, okay. Yes, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I, I will say I'm very blessed that I'm able to just get auditions because I know people don't get auditions as often as I have it. So I am auditioning maybe three or four times a week. Wow. And uh yeah, and so I'm blessed the fact that I have that that opportunity because I already know I remember those days when I first started, which I'm still very green to acting, but 
I just remember my first, this is actually, I'm on my first, uh, excuse me, my second agency, but my first agency, I was so green and I, I was barely getting auditions and I start to realize what I needed to lean into and was the way that I interact with people and just going to casting offices and just show personality and just like talking to them really helped because now I'm just so chummy with all the casting agencies that are around here and they know me and they know my personality. So I'm just like, hell yeah, send me all those. Let's go. Yeah. You know, and you can't take, you can't take, you can't take things personal. And I think that's the biggest, biggest misconception where people decide to leave the acting industry is because be, just because you're not getting those jobs doesn't mean it's something that you're doing wrong. It's literally whatever, whatever they, like there's so many people involved in selecting talent. And so I can't take it personal. Maybe I'm not the look, maybe they want somebody with a higher voice. It's, it could, it could literally, literally be anything. And so as long as you're doing your best and you're being your best self and representing what you think would sound good for whatever role, that's it. And keep it moving. Like, cause I, cause there were times where I was just like, Oh, I hope I get this role. Oh, oh, if, if this is going to be my chance, I'm going to blow up. And I mean, whatever. Like now I'm just like, oh, okay. Let me get this audition out. Let's do this. What's next? Like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was this audition like this, like on Zoom? Or, um. So now because of COVID. Yeah. I, I have done a Zoom audition where it's literally me looking at four or five people and they're just like, and rolling, record. And I say the line. But uh, majority of the time, it's actually me just filming myself with my partner reading the lines and then I just say it a couple times and that's it. And then I send it off, which to tell you the truth is less stressful. So you can set yourself up, you can get your lighting right, you can do it a thousand times until you feel comfortable, which I feel like, hell yeah, why wouldn't I do that? Like, I'll, I'll do that any day versus one time like, while in person because I definitely remember I there there definitely been some moments early on where I like completely melted had meltdowns and I was just and that was partly because I I I still suffer from stage fright Mm -hmm. which is weird for people to hear but performers, musicians, they know this feeling of just like, it's an, it's a, it's a sense of anxiety of like always worrying about like, I want to do this right. I want to make sure this is like, when you're a perfectionist, you're just, you get, you freak out on even before doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I've definitely done that a couple of times where if, if there's one thing that I messed up, I'm just like, <laughs> when it's really not that case, not the case. Most of the time people just want to see you. They want to, they, you, if you know the lines, you know, the lines, 
it doesn't have to be exact as long as you're there around that area and they like how you you know the environment they, they like what you're doing with the character it doesn't matter it yeah. really doesn't yeah i mean that's a great like outlook and approach to have to it you know yeah yeah it yeah. it, it really it i i also sound like i'm mr miyagi and i know all i don't know everything i don't i don't have all the answers that's just what's been working for me it's just to keep me calm and stress and just do my best and be my best self and you know that that works that generally works out but yes i'm i i feel like i've been I literally didn't answer your question. I had the long answer. No, I think oh. it's just so cool that you're like auditioning for things. Yeah. And yeah. I saw like those commercial reels and you're just like so professional and poised. And like, I was just thinking, and I was wondering, like, were you nervous for that? Like, you know, I'm always nervous. Cause I, cause I want to do, I want to do well and I want to present their product or whatever their piece of writing the best way that I feel like it is. And so I think putting all that pressure on me, on myself is, it's, it's preposterous. Like you shouldn't do it. Like it's literally like, just read the, read the damn lines, take your time, look cute and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's yeah. all it is. It's yeah. really not that serious. No, I know. I actually, I always think about that with like a show or, you know, I auditioned for Zanies and, um, and I auditioned at Zanies in Old Town and I was, mm, I probably should have waited. Like I, I, I was probably the least experienced of the bunch. And I decided to like try something kind of new, which, which was just like not my best move. And like for me, you know, but, but at the time I was just like, I'm just going to do this thing and I'm going to just try and have fun and enjoy it. And so even in a, in a high stake setting, I always try and tell myself, this is not going to change my life in a dramatic way. Like yeah. that's kind of like the chipping away at things like, yep. I'm not no one just becomes famous overnight like that's yeah that well, needs to that whole idea of overnight success needs to be thrown away i have never met an overnight success never. anything sorry it's it is always going to take work it's always going to be a slow progression and so we need to get that back into the ideals of what you want regardless of what it is of yeah. what you want to do it's right. literally it's literally you have to take your time and gradually progress and get those baby get those steps in and get that repetition in those 10,000 hours is a real thing like in order for you to be the best at whatever you want to do and master whatever you want to do you have to get those 10,000 hours in yeah yeah no there's just no way it's going to happen overnight and nope. so like and it's the same thing like with the okay so oh yeah this yeah. Hot. This yeah. Is I was going to say, I think you're, you're about right. Okay. Okay. So let me put these um, fries in. Don't drop them in like slowly. Yeah. Okay. Slowly. Yeah. yeah. Cause then I'll really burn myself. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So it's sizzling 
And I can't really show you because I would probably burn myself, but I will show you. Um, oh my God. I'll show you. <laughs> show you in a few minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I'll show you in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Let me turn this down. So this is why I have such a serious oven mitt. It's, yeah, it's like because of moments like this. Um, okay, so I'll just kind of let it do its thing. It's frying in the, I put in vegetable oil and it's getting, actually some of the pieces are even already turning, but there's no way it's done yet. So, um, but yeah, like the whole thing, it's just, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen quickly. You're not just going to get discovered without having like already put in years probably of work. It's just not a thing, you know. Not at all. I I um I like like as much as I I hate when I hear those cliche moments, those cliche statements when people are like enjoy the process. Like you literally have to in order for you to continue on doing what you want to do and what you love. You have to enjoy those little wins, those yes. those those big losses, those big wins, whatever have you, you have to enjoy that moment right then and there, because guess what? It's going to change in two seconds. Like everything, all of this is so temporary and it's, it literally could be just one job that catapults you into the exposure that what, uh, into the exposure that you intend to do. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it can literally happen overnight as far as, as far as the exposure to the masses but as long as you're continuously preparing yourself and just staying true to the course you're gonna be okay yeah. you know what i mean like stay staying consistent is probably the best thing yeah. you could ever do it's just yeah. keep doing it keep going exactly yeah no totally um that is how I feel about this right over here. I'm just gonna <laughs> stay, consistent, stay consistent. Make sure it's good. You're right. Adrian, oh my goodness. So okay, these are coming along. It seems like you like to cook though. Like it seems like you know what you're doing. I okay, so I am not the best cooker, but I feel like <laughs> as long as I enjoy the process of cooking because it's, it's a process. So <laughs> reading directions, tweaking it a little bit, finding what works best for me is really fun. And so I enjoy to make uh, food that I like yeah. and, and lean into things that I know that I can do well. Yes. If I ever try to offer anybody food, you know, any food, I'm like, well, I'm going to stick to something that I know I know how to make, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I find that if I have people over and I am going to cook, it's best if I have made that thing a few times. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> For it's, sure. Yeah, it's it just goes a lot more smoothly. And I'm a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, I mean, but that, 
that that goes with anything that you do, especially with comedy. If you are more familiar with the material that you want to talk about and the content, guess what? You are going to be so much more relaxed and it's going to come out so much more normal and natural where it just like seamlessly destroys the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah it, it looks like magic when it, it happens. It know? really does. It really does. Which totally. that, that's probably why I'm like I'm so on the fence with with uh, inviting my friends and family to shows. I'm like I'll only invite you to the big shows where I know I've like rehearsed and really beat out any material or content that I've I want to talk about versus. Mm-hmm. Do you, because I, I can't stand people that are like, I want to see the process. I don't, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I'm sorry. You do not. I'm sorry. I, you yeah. don't. Yeah. You, you want to go to a good show and laugh and yeah, you want it to be good. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Adrian, I had my mom come to a show in Lakeview at a bar. Um, that in was your big mistake right there. At a bar. <laughs> in Wrigleyville, while a Cubs game was definitely on the TV, like oh no one God. was paying attention. And then um, the headliner, headliner of this yeah. bar show um, then got in a fight with one of the patrons. And so that was like part of the show. And then some guy passed out. And then um, <laughs> it was so so crazy and so funny and just like watching my mom's face was the best part of the show for me she was wow. like what is going on it was it was something very special that we still laugh about i you know what speaking of still laughing about i had a show during in Wrigleyville during the last game of the cubs when they won yeah. And it was a live, it was one of those live shows where they were, uh, it was in someone's basement. It was a few people. Um, obviously, this was pre COVID. Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, they, they like Facebook lived it and put it on YouTube as well. And people were, you hear people, you can hear people in the living room upstairs yelling about the game. And I was like, can I go early? Cause I want to leave. Yeah. I want to get out of Wrigleyville. And I literally left right, <gasps> right after the, he caught the ninth. It was like the ninth inning or whatever have you. Yeah. And he caught it or whatever have you. And the noise was going, <laughs> like I got on the train and I was just like, thank you god there's no one here because wrigleyville is about to go in flames right now yes oh oh my god yeah i you can't you can't forget those 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 bar shows because that's what that is those memories that keep you going and and you're just like i don't want to do that again so guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna work on my material (laughs) oh my god exactly exactly okay so i have to show you these little brown oh wow they look good yeah so um they're gonna be really hot yeah so i'm gonna wait a few minutes and then i'll try one and i'm put it in the alley 
Yeah, <laughs> mayonnaise concoction. Um, also, I wanted to ask you, Adrian. So I also read that you are obsessed with skincare. Your skin looks amazing. It looks glowing and beautiful. So I just, I want to know more about that. Like, what's your regimen? Or what's, your <laughs> <laughs> what's your regimen? Yes, I, I just got a, well, yeah, I just got a shipment in of more stuff from Sephora. I am a VIP, wow. a VIP rogue. I don't know yeah. what it's called. But yeah, I'm obsessed with skin. I love you know, this is our the largest organ. Uh, organism, organ is your skin. Your whole body is your skin. Um, and so just researching about pores, about like skin textures and stuff like that, that really, that really interests me. Um, growing up, I'm, you know, when you have acne, when you're just a teen and just being just ridiculed and just like want to hide yourself and stuff like that. And growing up and, and being a, an adult, I'm just like, I right, enough with that. Let's get these little scars out of the way. Let's, let's start researching and stuff like that. Cause I went to dermatologists all the time. And, and, um, especially when I was younger, they didn't know how to deal with, uh, black skin. They didn't know how to get, put bleach on it. Cause bleaching like, agents and stuff like that only does so much but it doesn't it it literally will tear your skin down um it's only trying to get rid of that little dark spot but it's still messing up your actual skin that's trying to regenerate and fix it and so i just took it upon myself to just start researching and stuff like that i actually want to go to school to go become a little esthetician yeah i might as well the the amount of research <laughs> that I've done so it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but it's also fun to me I love pampering myself and just just self-care you know just making sure that I I do the basic things is clean wash your damn face okay <laughs> wash your damn face this is a PSA yeah <laughs> wash your damn face and wash it properly which also it took me a while to really figure that out but wash your hands before you wash your face that is smart yes it, that took a while but um yeah wash your hands that makes a complete difference because all that dirt but you should be washing your hands anyway well Listen. i know i know <laughs> you should my be washing sister, your hands my sister makes fun of me because she's like Mm, did you wash your hands? I don't. Uh, okay, I will tell you. Uh, I do practice good hygiene in general, but she just takes it to another level. Okay. So I am a little lax in some areas. <laughs> in some areas. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. It's just fun for me to just try new products and just see what it does. And just as we get older and our skin matures, you know, it. I feel like my face, my skin, my my all of this just gets drier by the day. So just trying, just trying to find actual products that keeps me moisturized and looking supple is is. <laughs> That is, is always a fun challenge for oh me. Oh my so. God. Well, you do. You look supple and you look glowing. 
and oh, all of that. Um, Adrian, yeah, and also, how, okay, can I ask how old you are? Yeah, I'm 33. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you ask? You can ask away. I do not mind telling my age. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, 33 is, I think that's a great age. It's, it's a perfect age. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a fun age for sure. Um, I'm just glad I'm not in my 20s anymore because I feel like I was just doing anything and everything that I wasn't supposed to be doing, uh, worrying about a whole bunch of other bull just yeah oh my god yeah my 20s i was a complete and total moron yeah. um i and, yeah i second that <laughs> oh big time okay let me taste this i kind of forgot i forgot that the um oil was still on oh jeez jeez oh, i'm gonna burn the house down uh <laughs> oh wow it it kind of reminds me of like a potato like a it is Really? Yeah. It's like a potato. Honestly, I feel like I've I, had it. Yeah, I should have asked you if you had it in Costa Rica. Yeah, I feel like I've had it. I, so I've had so many traditional dishes. They, they, um, they cook really, it's, it's, they love uh, papas fritas, which is fries. Mm -hmm. um, and, but they love frying everything. But they all, they all, also love, love like fresh fruits and roots just like yucca so i'm sure i've had it i've also had a lot of dishes in costa rica so and i was probably intoxicated so um more than likely but i will make it a point to be like next time i go i want yucca now yes. So, yeah, yeah, totally. And, and I mean, I've had it here like a couple times too, but it's very, yes, it tastes very much like um, really nice, thick French fries, Okay, uh, but it, it's, um, it's denser. It's, and it's like, like definitely starchier and thicker. Like it's heartier than a uh, Yeah. But it's really, really good. It looks pretty. It's, yeah. You golden it perfectly. I sure it's, did. It's not, it's not too brown. It's not too light. Cause I also, I've had some really lightly cooked fries and I'm just like, if you don't get this out of here. Yeah. That's a recipe for sogginess and that's uh, terrible, you know, yeah. terrible. So, um, okay. So I feel like we're going to wrap up soon, but before we wrap up, I also want to ask you, um, Number one, like what your dream is. And number two, what advice would you give for someone just starting out on their path to like performing? So my dream for comedy, is that? Well, just like uh, your dream. Like, you know, you're like, gosh, if I ended up doing this thing, um, I would be so thrilled. Like that would just be so fulfilling. I think, you know, it's, it's funny. I think I'm living my dreams uh, because of the fact that I took a leap and decided to leave corporate America and lean into, lean into the arts and staying creative uh, has been a dream of mine. It's, it's still a dream. Um, 
the struggle is real, but I think the struggle is always going to be real, regardless of whatever you decide to do. It's just, do you want it? How bad do you want it? And, and being as creative to, to move, maneuver and trying to figure out what works best for you. I, I think I, my, my big dream is to continue to do and produce uh, great content with the friends and that have become family and continue to uh, expand and grow um, our audience and our fans. And um, I also do a weekly podcast with, um, with a good friend of mine, Nate Galloway, who is a comedian and it's called late with uh, late night with Nate and Adrian. And so like we we literally had this conversation and like i just want to do dope shit with dope people that's what i want to do and i want to continue to do that that's my dream i just want to keep doing it and having have fun doing it that's it so yeah yeah oh and yeah and to answer your question about yeah part two (laughs) of your question of what you know the biggest advice um that someone told me, but I, I, I literally didn't take heed to it because I thought I was doing it wrong. It's just listen to yourself, your intuition. You know who you are. Just take everybody's advice with a grain of salt. But ultimately, you, like, you know who you are and lean into you. Like, lean into you. Be yourself. Don't try to be like nobody else. Be yourself. Like, and that's that's actually going to take you a long way if you try to be yourself and not try to emulate someone else. So, yeah, I love that. So positive and so honest and you have just great skin and great posture. Adrian. Oh, stuff. Yeah. A total package. <laughs> um, <laughs> it has been a real delight having you on hot dish and also thank God um, you could give me some guidance in cooking these little um, you did a great job. Thanks. Thanks. I, I want to deliver some to you. I, we can maybe talk about it after. I don't know if that would be weird. And also you're probably like, well, you didn't wash your hands. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I appreciate you doing this. I love spending time with you. Thank you for joining me, Adrian. And thank you to the Lincoln Lodge and Christine Ferreira who is a wonderful producer, and we'll see you next time on Hot Dish.